1: Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort. Slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton.
2: From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios, in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City.
3: Hurtine and Stalker, Jewelers. Making
4: memories, making moments. Hawkfanatic.com, brought to you by Patrick Eads and his staff at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln on Mormon Trek. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. GT Car and his crew at Super Siding and Remodeling. Supers Flowers, home of 1-800-800-ROWS. Herteen and Stocker Jewelers 101, South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. The Oxio Inn and the Amanis. Players Sports Bar and Grill downtown. Streets Maintenance. And Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Here's Tom Suter and Pat Hardy from HawkFanatic.com.
5: Yes, we're both here. Fired up, ready to go. Yeah. Yes. Bring it. Yes.
6: Please, Adam, call.
5: (laughs) Bring (laughs) it. Call
6: call ASAP. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm fired up. Made it here. I did not have any IC. Um, Scott Boulevard was fine. Great. So was. What's The Sioux Road, it was yes. fine, but I don't know about other roads, but no, they were fine. They were, they were wet, but I'm guessing a few hours ago, they were probably a little
4: slippery. Yeah, the interstates. Uh, I don't know
6: about that. They are Scott Boulevard was fine. Yeah, inter- and Well Sioux, we- but not fi- fine for the guy that was driving probably 90. He went past a semi on Sioux Road. He, I was going 50. That's this crazy. guy had to be been going 80 or 90. It's, I would not
4: advise that under any condition, but especially now with the road still wet. Yeah, well, the interstates are uh, slick. It's uh, very slick uh, in Cedar Rapids. And travel's still not being advised in uh, northeast Iowa this morning.
6: Now yeah, we're lucky again. Being yeah. south, yeah. mean,
4: just being t- 30 miles south of Cedar
6: Rapids, I think, helps.
5: It sure makes a difference, doesn't it?
6: Was Sand Road slick? Sand, roads sand
5: Road wasn't bad. It was okay. Yeah, uh, right. The parking lot at the post office was a skating rink. I
6: got imagine, because no cars are driving. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. What I did when I got on Scott Boulevard, I always do it. I look to make sure there's no one behind me. I put my foot on the brakes to see if there's, yep. any, and there, it was fine. I did that yep. twice on Scott Boulevard, so yeah, I, I can say Scott is fine. Highway six seemed to be fine when I was on it, and I was. I thought this road might be a little icy, but it wasn't.
5: Just go slowly, and you'll probably be
4: okay. Yeah, well, a lot of people didn't. <laughs> well, like I said though, <laughs>
6: three hours ago really it was different. probably a lot slipperier. Yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. <laughs> More and more cars get on there. That's why the, the main streets. Are. I'm sure Gilbert and Riverside, don't you think they're probably
4: okay by now?
5: Uh, for the most part. I, I mean, if Scott yeah. Boulevard was.
4: Well, fun. they're out, you know, on the roads. Yeah, clean I, like, I would think you so. but I just saw a truck go by.
6: Yeah, and I didn't think I saw any sand or anything on Scott Boulevard yet, but yeah, that'll make it even better. And so, but, but yeah, if this is as bad as it gets for us right now. We're pretty, pretty good. We're pretty fortunate.
5: Yep, yep. So yeah, uh, well, lots of interesting things going swirling around. And- God,
6: yesterday was wow. between Lucas Van Ness, Patrick McCaffrey, and what was the other one? Um, uh, Carson May. Carson May. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, what's funny is all three of those guys broke their news. That's just how it is these days. Mm-hmm. They all announced their stuff on social media. Well, no, I take that back. I think some of those. I think Carson May's thing got. Um, I think he tweeted a few minutes after. Some of the people that just are constantly on top of the portal i think i i sometimes wonder why don't you just let the kid do it but i get the need to be first and Mm -hmm. especially first on social media because that brings attention to you but yeah he tweeted his a few minutes after um some people on twitter had released it but yeah i mean i nothing surprises me now he's here for six months um it's it is it is a little strange, his. Mm-hmm. I mean, Alex Padilla, that made, I mean, four years into it, he gave it a run, he graduated, he wants to go somewhere else. Has he gotten anything yet? I haven't yet? seen, I haven't heard anything. I haven't either. Carson May, now, obviously, I, you know, I mean, the. I guess the penalty from getting someone like McNamara is you're going to lose quarterbacks behind him. The hard thing yep. if you're going to get quarterbacks from the portal is you're not going to have much depth. I mean, right now, I mean, who's to say Labus doesn't leave?
5: No, that's true.
6: Well, Labus could leave in the next – I mean, yeah. he's he,
5: – And then we'll be down to a walk-on quarterbacks during the spring.
6: Well, walk-ons and McNamara, and then you got Marco – Well, except McNamara's well, still he's injured. Yeah, but then you got Marco Leones coming in, but he's yeah. not
5: – I don't believe he's coming
6: in early, or is he? I don't think so either. I don't think he's one of the four coming in early. So they'd have a hard time – and right now they didn't have any walk-on quarterbacks listed on the roster. They'd have a hard time doing spring practice. Mm-hmm. And but if I'm but maybe Labus will do spring and then leave after spring. I mean, well, that could happen too. This is such an unfinished story that's going to continue to evolve. And right now, I mean, someone remind asked me where where does the portal stuff count? I'm like, I think they've lost nine to the portal and they've gained three.
7: But I I I think
6: McNamara to me McNamara is worth worth it in some ways for losing two quarterbacks. But should he get hurt next year, they are, they, they, they're going to have major problems. But they could also add a quarterback from the portal. Absolutely. But my guess is the kind of quarterback they're going to add from the portal right now is not going to be anyone coveted, because no, no. coveted quarterback is going to want to come and compete with Cade McNamara. They're going to have issues at depth, at quarterback, next year, it looks like. Obviously.
5: And, you know, I mean, I thought Joey Labus was I thought
6: he was okay. Competent. He was okay. Yeah. He was okay. He wasn't any better than Petrus. Wasn't any better, no. really, to me than Padilla. Could move a little better. Not a dual-threat quarterback. First time he ran, got his bill rung, and I never thought he was and the same afterwards. And boy, did he. I never thought he was the same afterwards. I think he looked like he was rocked. That quarterback draw, rocked. that linebacker, and lineman met him. And I could see it better from TV than I could have if I was in the press box. I mean, he you could tell his bill yeah. was wrong. He, yeah. I'm not saying he had a concussion or anything, because I know they know how to do all those tests, but he just never seemed the same after that. And there was no way they were going to have him run fifteen or twenty times because it would have done nothing. He would yeah. have been killed.
5: The two main differences was their quarterback threw two picks. Just what Don said Monday. And our guy didn't make those kind of Iowa mistakes.
6: protected Labus. Kentucky did not protect their yes. quarterback. Iowa prevented Labus from making mistakes. Kentucky did not do that. And yeah, that that was basically the game. You take away the deep, it's seven nothing.
5: And the rest of it was Tory Taylor. Yes, and
6: Tory Taylor, who was our hawk fanatic shields athlete of the week it came down to tory you could have done jack you could have done um cooper de you could have done sebastian castro who i thought was just lights out he of the had ball. a great game didn't but tory's tory's punting is when that momentum shifted and then once iowa got field position the game was over because that team yeah. couldn't get out of field position so yeah tory was our he's our this week hawk fanatic athlete of the week sponsored by shields and we um um but was great this year. I mean, he he is coming back, and now Lucas Van Ness announced yesterday, not surprised at all. When I started seeing his name consistently in the second round and in first round on some, including, I think, the Athletic, I figured three years in, he's gone. Yeah. It, I, I, don't, I don't know why you would subject yourself to another year of pounding. And I'm not saying he's being disloyal or anything. He's making the decision for him. That's a loss, though, especially. It is. We got to especially if these other seniors decide they're not going to use their free COVID year.
5: John Wagner and uh, Noah Shannon,
6: and Joe Evans yeah. and Seth Benson. Yeah. Let's say they all leave. Because well, they might. They're all fifth-year seniors. Yeah. But they all could come back too. But let's say if they leave, that defense is going to have a, a completely different look. I mean, personnel-wise, it really will. You'll, I mean, you'll have Yah- Yahweh Black. You'll have Deontay Craig. They'll still Logan Lee. They'll still be a very good. Nucleus, but, I mean, they need at least two of those seniors to come back. I think so. Yep. I mean, I don't know if they will. I mean, I, I, I we, you're saying you think two will? I have I'm no saying I hope so. Well, yeah, I think they need at least two of those four to come back, but I have no fe- gut feeling either way. I had a feeling Van Ness was gone because – his name's all over the draft. Those guys' his names aren't... I mean, right. those guys maybe will never play in the NFL. Who knows? So it depends on what they want to do, but that'll be big because if you lose all them, along with Merriweather, Riley Ma, I mean, the defense is going to almost have to be rebuilt next year in a lot of
5: ways. I thought uh, Wampa played well.
6: I thought he played well. Castro I thought was the best.
5: Yeah, he was terrific. Castro wasn't he? was all
6: over the place. He and was. So yeah, they they're, they're going to be and they got Jamari Harris coming back. Now, this is assuming nobody leaves. I was going to sit down the other day to do I usually do a season recap, look ahead to next year. How can you do that right now? So I just did a Mr. Optimist and Mr. Pessimist and took shots.
5: Well, oh, I didn't see that. I was just on Well, I, fanatic, someone, I had a couple of people
6: reach out to me and say, you know, that's a little rough. I think it's funny. One of them, and I looked it up. One guy said, I said, Mr. Optimist, all five starters for the Iowa offensive line and the Music City Bowl return next season. Mr. Pessimist, all five starters. <laughs> right. And someone thought that was a cheap shot against the offensive line. So I looked at this person. The same person was ripping Caden Proctor two weeks ago for backing out of his commitment. You know, saying, I... so. In one hot light, these Iowa players, they're just kids, lay off them. But when an 18-year-old or a 17-year-old doesn't do what you want to do, then he's open game to rip. I mean, just the hypocrisy of that. I wasn't saying anything personal, but the offensive line is the biggest problem on this football team. Without question. I mean, you can say receiver is too, but receiver, they've never been that good at it, and they don't rely on it. That If they don't have an offensive line, they can't do anything. They were 0 for 11. In the Music City Bowl.
5: Well, and that's on third down. When people, and, and not taking anything away from Joey Labus, because I thought he did great. I mean, or he did, uh, was a solid player. But, you know, we were 0 for 11 on third downs, and the it's quarterback's job to, you know, get that done. But they've had three quarterbacks now
6: play in this offense, and none of them have looked good. No. Is it the quarterback? Oh,
5: no, I think it's the, the line is the biggest problem. I think no, the no. line
6: is the biggest problem, and I think the offense's inability to adapt to what it has now. The offense just seems like it's no matter what they're going to do, they're going to try to push a square peg through a round hole because that's just the way Kirk wants it done. And when the offensive line isn't functioning, they just – I mean, that game was tough to watch at times.
5: It was. The second half was bad. First half – Obviously with the, the pick sixes made it. Those are uh, fun. Well, but I remember when
6: the game was fourteen to nothing, I texted a lot. And said, this game's over. Yeah. I mean I, 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 I started right. It was over.
5: Well I mean, we joked a couple weeks ago about saying, you know, first team to seven, game over, and uh, as, as it turns out that was true. I just reached out to Adam. Usually he calls in by now. Sometimes he'll I just said
6: you're still coming on. I know he said Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, right? Yeah. yeah. Not Friday. Yeah. So I just reached out to him on email. Do you have his number? Text him.
4: I don't have his number. I
6: don't number. know if I have his number. I always do with emails with him, but we'll see. If not, but there is plenty to talk about. But, yeah, he, he said he wanted to come on Wednesday, and I wanted to kind of get his thoughts on what's going on with basketball. I mean, the news on Patrick McCaffrey was uh, – I mean, I'm glad he's dealing with this. I mean, get, yeah. it, get it taken well, let care
5: me, of. Uh, let me read his statement for the, in case there's anybody out there who Because they did release it. it on social media. Yes. But, yeah, go ahead and read it. And this is from Patrick. I have been battling anxiety for a while and recently it has peaked, which has inhibited my preparation and performance on the court. It's not fair to myself or my teammates to be on the court when I'm not myself. The anxiety has affected my sleep, appetite, and stamina, which has resulted in not having the energy level necessary to compete at my full capabilities. My struggle with anxiety affects every aspect of my well-being and makes it incredibly difficult to function normally. This is what I'm battling right now. For this reason, I am taking an indefinite indefinite leave of absence to address my situation. It might be two games, it may be four games, it may be more, but I will return when I feel like myself. My leave of absence is not related to my past
4: battle with cancer, and I've got Adam on the line.
5: All right, good morning, Adam. How are you doing?
8: Hey, good. Sorry, I'm, I was listening to the football talk, so I wanted to <laughs> – Oh, <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt. I was, I was enjoying the conversation. So. Okay, well,
5: um,
6: appreciate that. And, well, you just heard Patrick's statement. I mean, just your, your thoughts on it, Adam.
8: Yeah, I mean, I was – um I mean, it's surprising to everybody when that came through yesterday evening or afternoon. Um, and I, I think we all – first of all, we care about, you know, the student-athletes sure. and we care about Patrick. And yep. he's gone through a lot, even in his young – Career than I think we can even process or imagine. So, um, you know, anytime you're dealing with this kind of stuff, I think we all have somebody close to us, whether it be a family member or a friend or somebody close that's kind of dealt with this. And I'm extremely sympathetic to this and I want him to get healthy. And, um, you know, that's basketball is going to come secondary, but I know his mind's going to be, you know, to get back on this team and, and be a contributor. We need him. But, um, yeah, I. Priority number one, he's got to take care of himself, and I know he's got a good support network around him, not only teammates, coaches, but just personnel and friends. Um, Hopefully he can get the time he needs to to get healthy.
6: Yeah, he's got a great support system around him, and it's, of course with his dad as his head coach and father to me, Fran can help him in two almost a perfect ways. situation yeah, I mean, in this instance. Yes, and so yeah, I think he's got a great comfort zone around him, and he looked tired. especially mm-hmm. in the last game, he looked tired. He looked like he just wasn't himself.
5: Had black circles
8: under, and his he just eyes. wasn't
6: able to finish plays that he was normally finishing. And uh, yep. could you notice that too, Adam?
8: I did. I we, we were watching the game with my kids, and I said the same thing. I'm like, man, he something's wrong. Like either he doesn't feel good, or just something's not right. And um, yeah, you could just tell. I mean, even the the focus and just his uh, aggressiveness to the basket and and just making plays out there and you know if you're mentally if you're not right that's how it's going to play out I mean, sure. this game is, is too competitive there's I mean as great of a talent as he is um, you know you, you have some other stuff going on it, it makes it hard to compete so no, I'm, I'm glad to hear he's going to get the help. And, again, he, I think he is in a perfect situation. You know, I feel for, you know, there are student athletes out there or even people in general that aren't close to home and they don't have that. Exactly. They don't feel like they have that support. I mean, if he needs to take a break and go home and just regroup for a while, he's got mom and dad there, he's got family. Um, so, I, I, again, I, I, I think he's in a great situation and hopefully uh, he'll be back soon
5: and uh, as far from a basketball standpoint we're already kind of thin on the inside there what do you think fran's got to go to more small ball or do you think uh, rubracha and chris murray have to play 40 minutes a game
8: yeah um i think they're definitely gonna have to step it up i I think depending on the matchups he's gonna have to go with a deeper bench and you may have to go small a little bit of small ball or you know you may need to, to bring in some of those bigs to come in and just you know, fill the the gap inside. So we're definitely going to need some scoring to pick up. Um, you know, I know we've talked about Peyton's, you know, name out there, and he had that really good game right before, um, you know, kind of getting into this stretch that we're in right now. And I, I thought, man, he's turned the corner. Um, we're really going to need him to, you know, start shooting the ball, especially from three-point land. Um, you know, he's just one of those guys that I think can be a difference maker when he starts making shots. And it just seems like in these games that we have not played well or we've lost, we have not had good perimeter shooting. So, um again, it's nice to have Chris back. Hopefully he can stay healthy and you know, it's just it's been a weird year. Yeah. Um, you look at the schedule and you you think of, you know, all the names that we kind of talked through as the season was getting going. I don't think we anticipated this many games of not having Chris, not having Connor, not having I think there was a game where Perkins sat out, Eulis mm-hmm. was out, now you've got um Patrick, there's just been a lot of kind of shakiness on that on that team with who's going to be out there on the floor. And, you know, that's, that's hard for the coaches to kind of put those pieces together and, and get these guys, uh, you know, to play consistently here.
6: This was suggested to me yesterday. I think I was talking to Rob Howe and he thought about it and it kind of made sense. I would consider putting Connor at point guard. Right oh now. sure! The way True. he's shooting yeah. free throws, the way he's shooting from the three, and the way that Euliss is not making any shots. I'm not saying drop Eulis out of the rotation. Let him come off the bench. But right now, their inability to make perimeter shots. What do you think though about Connor possibly playing more at point guard? Do You see that, Adam?
8: No, I I, I think Connor's a, a big part of this team. I I think the more minutes he can get, um, you know, he's really uh, kind of reinvented himself. Mm-hmm. Um, not that. You know, I think he's one of those guys that hey, whatever role you want me to play, I'll go do it. And I think we've got to respect that. There's not been been many guys that have come through this program that, I mean, he just does what he's called to do, and you know, puts on his uh, on his hat and goes to work. He comes out there if you need assist, if you need defense, if you need leadership out there. Um, you know, he hit some big shots this he year has. In, in some of these key games. Um, no, I, I think he's he's a vital part of us moving forward here. So we. Uh, if, we can play him at point guard. I think he's a valuable asset to have on the floor, and it's not a knock against those other guys, but maybe let Connor take the burden of getting that ball up the floor, yeah. and getting us in an offense, and and maybe getting these other guys kind of to focus in on um, you know scoring and, and hitting some open shots.
6: Well, Ulias looks lost, lost. Right now shooting. He does. He he looks like he's just praying that if he has to shoot it, God, I hope it at least gets close there, and maybe we will fall in. It just doesn't look like he has any confidence. But that's never been a part of his game. So that's been one of my biggest concerns is just the la- I mean, they miss Bohannon in some ways. They don't miss him defense. They don't miss him in a lot. But they miss his three-point shooting, don't they, Adam? I just don't they think. They do. And, the,
8: and, and just the threat of him being able to shoot it from deep. Right? Space if, the floor. If you've got a guy out there that can make him, it's going to stretch that defense. They've got to recognize. They've got to find that shooter. And, again, it's not that we can't. You look at the Iowa State game tape and, and watch what we did there. Um, I mean, these guys can shoot it. Uh, but I think it is. It's between years. It's a, it's a confidence thing. Um, They've just gotta have fun out there and kind of find themselves again. It's my hope was flush a lot of this stuff out, you know um after that Eastern Illinois game, but again, we've kind of came back. that was a tough Penn State team. I thought we played really gritty um to come back. not that there's anything for a participation trophy, but well we had a chance there at the end to come mm-hmm. back and and make something happen um, but again, I think these guys will fight you know i one of the good things of playing for a Fran team, and I, I didn't get a play for him, but you can just tell, I, he never really barks at these guys for taking shots. No, just- so if I'm playing on his team, I've got to know. Hey, I've got the I've got the green light. Um, as long as I'm playing defense and making plays and they're good shots, Fran's not going to get after these guys. So they've got the green light. I I, I think once. Um, You get a couple of them to knock down, I think the team just, I think the weight will will fall off, and hopefully more shots will come.
5: Do you think it's a uh, possibility that with uh, Patrick being out for two, four, six games, whatever it is, that this can actually help focus the team and uh, where they can come together?
8: I don't know. You know, it it is tough when you lose one of your brothers on the team, right? Whether it be injury or illness or whatever. I mean, everybody, it's it's kind of like a missing void there that, you know, it's, these guys have been playing for how many years? And Patrick's been an integral part of that. So I think it's going to be a little different. I think for other guys, it might be an opportunity to say, all right, next man up. Um, You know, we've seen it in other sports like football and everything else, like, just like with the bowl game. You know, when guys are out or there's transfers, somebody else has got to step up and play. And so hopefully we can find you know, somebody to to take some of those minutes and scoring, and and uh, you know, at least fill that void in until Patrick can get back.
6: I mm-hmm. Here's an interesting thing: if you had to pick two players on the Iowa team right now to take a game-winning three-point shot, for me, it would be Chris Murray and Connor McCaffrey. Me too. And I, I mean, I find that interesting. Don't you? Well, who would, would that? Would you be the same for you, Adam?
8: I, I think so. It's it's definitely a change from. You know, and it's, again, this is not a knock on counter. He's, he's reinvented himself, yes. right? He didn't have to shots. score early in his career because he had guys like Luca and stuff. And he, you know, his assist to turnover ratio was, you know, was stellar, one of the top in the country. But now, you know, I think he's finding that, hey, I got to get my shot right. He worked on it all offseason. And now he's one of our best three-point shooters. I think he's just under 40% a game. But, um, yeah, I think when you look at the crunch time, what do you want the ball to go to? Right now, those would be my two guys if you need an outside shot for sure.
6: What I like about Chris Murray, I guess you can like and not like. He's, he has no con- – I mean, he – what's he usually have two or three air balls a game?
8: He does. He, he does, but he just keeps
6: – it doesn't phase him. He takes some difficult shots, but I think that's part of his game. And I thought early on that he was going to struggle. Boy, he showed something to me the other night. I mean, I thought that was a pretty gutsy performance when nothing around him was really – working that well. And I tweeted that I thought they would get this game back within five points. I, Because, Adam, I said I I felt that way because I think Penn State, yeah, they're good, but they're not used to winning games. And somebody reached out to me and said, well, we're not used to winning either. Yeah, we are. Everybody but Bowen and um, Josh Dix was part of a Big Ten championship team last year. These guys are say, winning.
8: Yeah, we, we were in some tough games last year. Absolutely. Yes. You're right.
6: Penn State, and they almost shot themselves out of that game. They did. Were you, I wasn't surprised Iowa made a comeback. Were you?
8: No, I think we were gritty, and the, the thing that we made that comeback is <clears throat> I thought shot selection was good. Our yes. defense kind of tightened up a little bit. You know, Penn State hit tough, tough shots. They did. And it was one after the next, and you, to your point, I mean, at some point, I mean, those don't fall. If we just keep grinding, we're going to find a way to make a, a run there. And, again, we had a chance, arguably, to tie it or win it. I mean, we were right there at the end um, to make yeah. the play. We had a turnover, and that was the game. But to get back from where we were on the road – I mean, I think Fran and those guys. You have to watch that film and say, "Hey, guys, we just can't dig that big of a hole on the road." But I'm I'm proud of the effort. Again, I'm not a participation trophy guy, but geez, to come back and have a chance to win that game at the end was was, in my opinion, pretty remarkable. Because I, you're watching the game first half, you thought we were done. Um, But yeah, no, I'm with you. We've we've been in some some battle tested games, and I'm confident with those guys. I think. Chris had a really good performance. Again, he's having kids. Like, you try to talk to these kids about watch his demeanor out there. I mean, yeah. it's so even keel. Whether it's an air ball or a tough foul or he gets knocked down, he just doesn't. He's expressionless. And again, I, I think um, he has such a quiet 32 points out there. Um, I mean, he outscored everybody. I would have said the Penn State guy had more at the end of the game than, than what Chris did, but it is. It's just. Uh, yeah, he, he really carried us there in that little stretch. And other guys picked it up. And, again, hopefully uh, we're going to need some of that heading into this Big Ten season.
6: And this is a pretty good Penn State team. And I, I like their head coach. I think Micah Shrewsbury. I, I just, they've been good ever since he's got there. I just like the way they play for him. And they've got something going there at Penn State. Now they're also very veteran. And you imagine if you had a dollar for every time Jalen Pickett dribbled the basketball, how much rich he would be? <laughs> I mean, he consumes the ball a lot, but he does make things work. Okay, now, Adam, I'm going to be kind of devil's advocate here. I always got to go ten and seven to make the NCAA tournament. Yep. They're not going to make it at nine and eleven. Uh, they're not going to make it at eight and twelve. I think the low bar is ten, ten and ten in the conference. Then you're still at the mercy of the selection. So I know Fran's not a big-picture guy. He's just going to grind ahead. Indiana's all – they got Indiana, then they're at Rutgers, who just won at number one Purdue. I mean, Well,
5: it gets easier with number 15 Indiana coming to town, right? I, I,
6: I'm not a big – I'm not sold on <laughs> Indiana, but just th- – this is a tough stretch, Adam. Talk about uh, how important it is that they got to come out fast on Thursday, get the crowd into it, and and seize that momentum early. Yeah, no, it's, uh,
8: it's an 8 o'clock game. Indiana's playing well. I mean, they – the interesting thing will be they've had a lot of time off here. Yes. Um, they haven't played since December... What was it? Um, but Indiana, the Indiana yeah. when they played Kennesaw State. Yes. And even then, their best player and one of the best in the country is um, Trace Jackson Davis. He has not really played since um, right around mid-December.
3: And he so, can't shoot.
8: And he can't shoot. Um, he is tough around the basketball. Oh, very and tough. He is a difference maker. I know yes. early on in the season right before he's been battling a back injury, for those that that don't really know. But I watched him when he played Xavier, and that was a 30-point performance, but he kind of took over. After that, he had a back injury. Anyway, He's I think as of Monday, um, that's kind of his first battle-tested, kind of getting more physical back in practice. I think he's slated to go here uh, tomorrow evening. Yeah. But again, I think uh, with their break, almost 12 days off, and then he hasn't really played since... Mid December, I guess, real physical play. I think we're going to have to jump on them early, especially being a home game. It's one of those where, um, you know, we're running on a string of losses here. We've got to get that out of our system. Yeah, come out, play loose, um, have fun. I think if be smack them early. Um, we talk about that kind of punching first. I think that's going to be key the in the game. It. We can't, we can't play them even ball, and or we can't get down ten points. We, we've got to be the front runners.
6: What's the weather tomorrow night? Captain,
8: I think good, I think right?
6: Because the 8 o'clock starts probably. Is that
4: probably bad a, uh, tomorrow night, cloudy, low 20s? Oh, so there will be no precip tomorrow night? Okay, so
6: that, hopefully so there's at five. least 13,000, 14,000 people there. You think there will be?
5: For an 8 o'clock game, an 0-3 oh. team? No, I sure don't. See, that's.
6: They don't. And, and back to Trace Jackson Davis. You're right. It's an, Adam, it's incredible that he can score 20 points. I'm not knocking him because he's a great rebounder, great defender, great athlete. He can't shoot. I don't think I've yeah. ever seen him make a 10, 12 foot jump shot. He doesn't take him. He's always going to the basket. So Iowa knows that. It's going to be interesting to see how they defend him. And, you know, taking Patrick out of there, not that Patrick would have defended him, but that's a six foot nine body that's out of there. I mean, what's the best way to defend Trace Jackson Davis? Just stay off him, sag well, I- off him?
8: Well, I think be physical a little bit, and and this might be a game where you use um, some of our big our, guys, our post guys that yeah. don't get a lot of minutes. A gun to and some of those might need to come in and just be a presence in there.
3: Mm-hmm.
8: Be physical, be strong, and um, again block out because he does. He averages almost uh, eight and a half rebounds a game. He's he's solid. Um, Great athlete. And again, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how healthy he is coming off of this. You know, when you've had this much time off and you just haven't been up and down a lot, it is it is different to kind of unwind and get your legs underneath you, So. Um, but again, they've got other guys besides him. They can play nine, ten guys, and there's consistency there. It's not like you've got one guy that you know is the focal point. Even though he's the leading scorer, they've got a lot of guys that are averaging just under you know nine, ten points a game that we've got to make sure that we're keeping an eye on. And, and again, just uh, limiting those runs. I think that's probably one of the things I wrote down. You can't give up these runs where you go on a they go on a ten-zero run or a seventeen-zero run. Uh, just like in Nebraska, those are killers. Um, We've got to stop the bleeding when that stuff starts happening.
5: Yeah, Yeah, and uh, I I know the Nebraska game was extremely disappointing to to me, especially after that uh, Eastern Illinois game. And, you know, we really kind of needed a better showing, and we just kind of uh, laid an egg out there. So how, without Patrick, how is this team going to pick themselves back up?
8: You know, I think um, it's one of those where Fran can't get too hard on these guys. I'm sure, you know, you you want to come out and, you know, get after them a little bit. But I think they need a little bit of a confidence boost. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I think these guys just got to come out and play together. Um, I think sometimes too offensively, it's it's kind of more, not that we're selfish or it's one-on-one, but I think when we're really distributing that ball well um, and, and moving and really getting that ball to move around the perimeter and inside out, I think, Offensively, we look better and more comfortable. Um, I'd like to see us continue to run. I think that you know early on in the year when we were running and getting easy buckets, uh, that was key. Um, so, again, I think with these games, these three that we've kind of had here and laid some eggs, I think you got to come out and, and just come out and start shooting. You know, if you're open, um, play with some confidence, and, and most importantly, have fun. You know, I think these guys feel the weight of the world on their shoulders here. You know, they came out and really um, I, I think surprised a lot of people at how well we were playing, right? We were ranked and beating some really good teams. I think now you're you're kind of seeing this team I think they feel that pressure and not playing well and again this thing can turn around just as quick as it did to the loss side. We can we can stretch some good wins together. So season's not over yet. I do believe we gotta go about ten and seven to finish this thing off oh. to try to get a chance at the tournament. But yeah. um you know, it starts with game one here tomorrow night and I think we uh, you know, we gotta go out there and have fun.
6: If I could if if I was a fan, if I could wish for three things right now, it would be Sanford break out of the slump and start becoming a consistent three point threat, because that will space the floor. Another one would be Tony Perkins consistently playing offense now not mm-hmm. i mean i'm not saying he's got to get you 20 every night but you can't have nights where he gives you two tony needs to consistently get you between nine and 15 a night then my other would be and maybe i'm asking for too much because he's young i would like to see desante bowen show a little bit more offensively right now he's fine defensively he seems to know what to do offensively he seems really timid and not very confident right now they need somebody they need somebody to step up
8: they do. And I'd probably add in a little bit of Ulyss in there, too. I mean, I, I think he can do a little bit more for us on the scoring end um, than what he's shown. But I'm with you. And, and maybe there's an opportunity here for some of those guys to, to figure it out. I, I think when you've got that many guys ahead of you, there is a little bit of a pecking order of, sure. you know, kind of scoring and, and, and how you inject yourself in the offense. So, you know, maybe this is an opportunity for some of those guys with Patrick being out. Again, uh, they're going to have to be looking for shots. If there's a collapse and maybe a double team on Chris, I mean, somebody's got to be open and, and somebody's got to be ready to score and knock down those uh, those jumpers.
5: What have you thought about Josh Dick so far?
8: You know, it's hard. I, I, again, I think he comes in and he, he plays hard and he's kind of a role guy. That's another name that you he look at. He doesn't take a lot of shots. He doesn't get too aggressive, but uh, we know he's a prolific scorer. We know he's good. Um, you know, he, coming off that injury. But I, I think, uh, obviously, Fran and those guys are extremely confident with how he's played and practiced and in game prep. He's getting those minutes. Yeah, I'd like to see kind of that leash taken off and, and let him do a little bit more out there.
6: And then if we look around the Big Ten, I, I could, Minnesota almost won at Wisconsin last night. I mean, and it was one of those where Wisconsin just did enough to win. It never felt like they were going to lose. But I still think Minnesota's a pretty bad team. But they, I think it was 60-57. to 57. And it was just dead in that arena. But Wisconsin wins those types of games. And then what do you think of Rutgers-Purdue? Second year in a row they won there.
8: I know. I, it surprised me. Not that Rutgers is not good. Um, you know, they are. Down. They're 10-4. and four. They're coming off that big win. I mean, yep. they're, they're one of those experienced teams you've got to keep an eye on. And, again, it, anybody can beat anybody in this league. And I've, I've thought that for years. I mean, you see big teams get knocked off. Yeah. Um, you know, as good as Purdue was playing, it, it doesn't take much. No. There's there's good talent out there, and there's good coaching, and um, that's why every game you, you can't take a possession off, you can't take a you know a quarter off or a half off. You got to be ready to go, and yeah, I surprised, yeah, but I mean, hey, Rutgers has confidence, and and they beat them last year, and I think again they they felt like this was a winnable game for them, and you keep it close, and that's how things can happen. Yeah. Is, Keeping these guys around and letting them hang, uh, then you're in a dogfight.
6: Then I start to think that Northwestern is actually maybe going to be formidable this year. They're ten and two, they win at Michigan State. Then I turn on the game; they're at home against Ohio State, and they're down by thirty in the first yeah. half. Yeah. I mean, I, it was they couldn't. I mean, Northwestern couldn't buy a basket. They look pathetic. So I don't know what to make of this conference. You, you're right, though. You just got to be ready to play every night. This is a tough stretch. They need the fans to come out tomorrow. They really do. They need, a, they need to turn that into a home court advantage. They need help. Well, Ann and I will be there. You'll be there. Are you going to eat the tenderloin?
5: Uh, 8 o'clock at night? I don't know. It's a little late for it's a tenderloin. It's a little
6: late. Eat one like at halftime. Have it be even later. Eat that thing like 9.15. <laughs>
8: <laughs> well, and, and I'll, and I'll see this. I was at the Eastern Illinois game, and that was a weird game. Parking was atrocious, and you know you had the girls game before, and then you had you know everything was just all kind of mixed up. You had the storm coming in. Um, but you know, our guys have to be motivated, and I'm sure that's the talk Fran has given, even if there's not anybody in the stands, right? They, they, these guys played in a COVID year. Some of these guys did a few yeah. years ago when you had nobody but family in there. Man, you got to play. Anytime you step on that floor, you got to be ready to compete and, and win. Um, I know it is, it can be deflating when you come out there and the crowd's not there, but again, um, you got to be ready to go and compete. And, um, I think we got the guys to do it. I know we do. But again that Eastern Illinois game you could just tell like the just we went on that big run to kinda start the game and then you just let teams like that hang around and get confidence. Anybody can beat anybody. And the parity in college basketball is is much different than what it was 30, 40 years ago. Um, there's so much good talent out there. Any, anything can happen if you let them hang.
6: I wasn't at that game. Dallas oh, Jones man. covered it, but he said it was the least amount of energy he could ever remember. Now, he's a 25 From the team and from yeah, the crowd. Yeah, he said there was just no energy in the there. There wasn't.
5: He said it was just
2: dead. It was. And the,
8: well, and it, and it was weird. I mean, they they came out and had some explosive plays, right? They had how many dunks, and... You know, and those games are always weird anyway. I've I've always thought about that. When you get ready to go to a Christmas break, some of these guys, you know, they've been grinding pretty much since the first day of school. Some of these guys might get a day to go home, or they got family coming into town, and, you know, usually you get a little bit of a break, two, three days. And so those those can be tricky games, just depending on how things are going to shake loose. Usually you want to go home on a high point. um, But, again, you let some of those kind of teams hang around, and, they don't have a lot that they're playing for, right? They came in as a 30-point underdog. Nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. And, again, those are hard games. I've, I've been in those where these teams don't – they come in and, you know, they're they're going to do some – they're going to throw everything at you, the whole kitchen sink, so you've got to be able to play and, and be on and you got to play the entire game. I go back to that Northwestern State game we got beat at in the, the tournament. Not that we took anything for granted, but that team wasn't supposed to win anyway. They came out and played hard, wired, you know, from the – the tip to the very end and they end up going home winners so,
6: and then maybe did you guys start pressing some as the game is that or do we just assume that's what happens when the team that's heavily favored all of a sudden's in a dogfight was did it become mental for you guys some down the stretch in that
8: well i think a little bit yeah in a lot of those games everybody just tightens up yeah. right you're not playing as as loose and you know you're trying to value the possession and you know you look at um even that eastern Illinois game it was like all right who's gonna score mm-hmm. you, you start missing shots and guys were tightening up and you know they're coming right down the other end of the floor and you know they're they're looking to score get buckets they're you know we my seats were actually a few rows in back of their bench you could just tell the energy just kept building you were
6: know Were you and your kids um, heckling um, them? What's that? Were you and your kids heckling them?
8: No. <laughs> that would have been good, <laughs> don't you think? Said, I should have sent my I should have sent my 3-year-old down there to, to go <laughs> to annoy distract.
6: them. But. That would have been great. Yeah, that. So your, you
5: know? my question is okay, you have a game like the Eastern Illinois game and you watch the Iowa players when in, the, in the, the second half. Every shot that Eastern Illinois put up, it would bounce up in the air, and it would fall through, and you could just watch Iowa's body language. The shoulders slumped. It, 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 does that just happen and it just uh, builds and accumulates?
8: Yeah, I think a little bit. I think, too, like even defensively, we weren't talking a lot in that second half. I mean, they had – what, a couple of lobs in that two-three we went zone, and mm-hmm. you know one of their good athletes kind of kept slipping behind. and you got to recognize where some of these guys are. You know, I think we just got a little complacent. And again, look at the defensive effort we had against Iowa State. I mean, that's one of those things where we were flying on the floor, we were everywhere, we were you know covering the entire back, the floor, right? And you know in that game we weren't. Uh, just very low energy no talking, mm-hmm. yeah. some of the hustle stuff wasn't there, those 50-50 balls we weren't getting, um, and again I mean, it's, even when you have bad shooting nights, you got to, good teams can defend and rebound, they can do those other, those other tangible things that you know, if, if, if the ball's not going in you've got to find other ways to, to be uh, successful out there and again, you can always, that's an effort thing defense and rebounding.
6: Did you happen to notice the fan who went down behind the bench and started yelling at their defense? Did you, were you aware of that happening, Adam? No, I
8: didn't. I didn't know about it until the after, at the end of the game when somebody, had, you know, we were all kind of standing around and somebody had said, "Hey, did you see that?" And no, I was on the the other side towards the. Uh, Eastern Illinois bench, so I, I didn't even see it. I didn't hear it. You didn't um, see it either, did
6: you? Or did you?
5: I didn't see the actual event. I saw when the guy was being escorted out off to our right end. Margaret came up. They should have made him go
6: up the stairs, did they? They did. They should have made him go up like twice. Maybe <laughs> the they walk of shame. Yeah, the walk. Well, just,
5: just destroy Make him, him run the stairs for the rest of the game. I mean,
6: you go up those stairs twice, then you're you're a wreck physically. I mean, you can't function anymore after that. So, But yeah, that was an interesting development there, but I'm not ready to give up on this team yet. I don't don't know if it's going to be an NCAA team. 0-3 is a tough one. they got to win. If they lose Thursday, I mean, do you just kind of just forget about the NCAA tournament or do you just not even look at big picture, all that matters is the next game? Or, Or do you kind of readjust your goals?
8: I still think you take it, you know, one at a time. You're always in it. And, again, you still got a chance where you get to a Big Ten tournament Anything can happen and again this you're looking at this league with the the parody I use that word again, but the just anybody can really make a run and and go through the gauntlet there and, and come out on the other side and we proved that last year, and Grant, we were a really good team, but anything can happen, so you know your season's never over no, but I think right. you gotta build to get better, we gotta get these guys playing together again. It's been a weird season. we haven't had yes. really a full team where everybody's there. Everybody kind of knows their role. It's just there's been a lot of guys in and out of that roster. Um, it'll help when we have everybody back.
5: Anything else? Uh, no, just we got to have a big, big, big effort tomorrow
8: night. You'll be
6: there tomorrow, right? You going? Yes. You going tomorrow, Adam?
8: I've got tickets, so yeah, I should be there. Okay. Um, shouldn't have to work that those 8 p.m. games. Usually everything <laughs> is shut down by then. So yeah, those
6: uh, those 8 p.m. games. Those are, are they're rough. They're so. rough. I mean, you won't. I mean, we won't get our stories up to 11 30 12 o'clock and nobody yeah. win or lose nobody's reading then but it is what it is you make the best of it adam great stuff as usual we'll do this when we can fit into your schedule next week or the week after because now basketball is going to hit full steam now and um tom anything else
5: nope we appreciate your time and your expertise adam and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon
8: all right guys yep have a great rest of the week we'll talk to you soon. all right, all right thanks
5: yep Bye. and perfect time for us to take a little break and we'll be right back 1-800-800-ROWS 1-800-800-ROWS Your FTD florist is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROWS It's so easy, just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROWS Your FTD florist.
7: 1-800-800-ROWS Remember for a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime.
9: Find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Hertine and Stocker Jewelers.
7: We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry and watches.
9: Our jewelers are on site so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life.
7: We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations.
9: Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and hertineandstockerjewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim or Kate. One of us is always there.
0: downtown iowa city's best new restaurant and bar is players sports bar and grill from big burger mondays tex-mex tacos and a variety of soups salads and vegetarian options as well players sports bar and grill also features their famous chicago dog and the iowa dog an all beef bacon wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish bacon and ranch located at 219 iowa avenue Players Sports Bar & Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through CHOMP delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar & Grill. Great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting events. Hi, I'm Jim Street, owner of Streets Maintenance. As a licensed, insured, and bonded master plumber, I specialize in all plumbing repairs, including but not limited to water heater and sump pumps to toilet and faucet repairs and replacements. As an Iowa City native, I know how frustrating it can be when any part of your plumbing system breaks down. That's why I only use trusted brands and quality materials. I offer same-day, next-day service coupled with a fair price. I also offer general services to mobile homes. For more information about my business, I'm online at streetsmaintenance.com and Facebook, or give me a call at 400 44 400 Streets Maintenance, honest plumbing at a fair price. Hawkeye fans, you love watching the black and gold. You know Hawkeye black and gold. As a Hawkeye fan, there are no better colors than the Hawkeye black and gold. Hi, I'm Steve Anderson. When you're buying, selling, or refinancing your property, consider the green and white team, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Give us a call at 351-8600.
4: Hawkeye Title and Settlement, the team you love, the people you trust. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental
2: Team provide superior care for your entire family. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs. Brakes, oil changes, air conditioning diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Visit sales at net or call 337-2246. You see the same people there greeting you and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer.
1: Deary Ford in Iowa City.
2: That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me the ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years
0: we have to be there for you
1: deary ford in iowa city see why people choose them over and over again dearyford.com
7: hi this is bill eikstring of the oxyokin especially now all of us need a little comfort the oxyokin has been offering comfort for over 80 years from our signature recipes quality of food and family style service to historical ambiance a return to the Oxyoke is like a warm hug with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. You can still order curbside carryout, including our famous pies to go and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Akshokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyokin in the heart of Amana. The
3: Oxyokin.
2: From the Hurting and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City.
3: Hurtin and Stalker, Jewelers. Making memories, making memories.
4: It's going to be cloudy today with scattered off and on light snow showers possible accumulation relatively minor just a dusting but definitely enough to make things a little slippery. Our high 35 wind will be west 5 to 15 a few snow showers tonight down to 27 tomorrow a snow shower or two in the morning mostly cloudy all day with a high of 36 by Friday. We may see a little sunshine by Friday afternoon with a high of 37. I'm meteorologist Sean
0: Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ temperature now 30.
2: KCJJ weather brought to you by Plum supply. Plum supply
0: kitchens and baths. Your home never looks so
4: beautiful. hawkfanatic.com. Yeah, it's we're back. back. Okay. This is uh, and this is the only politics I'll bring up. But nobody's been sworn in yet. Right? Cuz they don't have a speaker of the house uh-huh. yet. But the guy that's the liar and I can't, what I can't remember his name. Well, that narrows it down.
5: Paul Gosar, no,
4: the the Uh, the
5: uh, oh George Santos,
6: Santos. They've just been stalking him up and down the hallways.
4: Well, he he put out his tweeted that he got. that he got, yeah, he sworn in. I
6: think he assumed it was going to happen, and then it didn't happen. And yeah, no, he he tweeted that. It's funny though; they're just going up and down the hallways chasing after him, and he just always. Thank God for cell phones. Now, <laughs> yeah. what people do to try to ignore you is they just look at their like they're on their cell phone, mm-hmm. like that. And the best part was when you had the guy with the big forehead from Florida that's always yeah. yelling. What's his name?
4: Uh. The- Gates, yeah. yeah when Gates. he was talking, it he's looked got like, a huge forehead.
6: Well, they you see what they call him on. The, I'm not even to it, but it was. It looked like he was hitting on um, AOC there for a while, but he was obviously there. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was just funny watching Paul Gosar and AOC yeah. talking on the on the floor there, and he was asking if they would if they were going to stick with it. But it's. I watched one vote. It's so boring. It's like no, you know, I can't watch. It's like know, watching that, C-SPAN.
4: I watched. I watched the damn thing yesterday afternoon. I,
6: I couldn't watch it again. It was. No, like, I
4: watched twice I watched the two votes I and could, then I. No, that then is I left death. It.
6: Yeah, I watched and I could barely make it through one. No, but I mean, so boring. He
4: didn't post that he got sworn in till after they had adjourned. Yeah. So.
6: Yeah, he's he's got issues, but still, he still looks like he's gonna get. <laughs> oh yeah, he's in. he's he's in. So yeah, he's that's in. just gonna show you. The
5: st- well, what's the statistic I've seen that seventy uh, percent of all resumes have uh, at, at worst embellishments and at most uh, outright lies. Seventy percent. I never not
6: like this.
4: Though. Well, not like this. I don't but, remember
6: doing that with mine. Maybe maybe that was my problem. I don't know. Maybe that's why I ended up at the Press Citizen. Um, I don't remember embellishing my resume. I mean, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, during the summer there, I worked at the New York Times for three months. You should have
5: seen the stories. I remember Son of Sam. I broke that when I was 13. Well, when we were coming off the road, it's hard to uh, to uh, make a uh, being on the road with a band look good to uh, yeah. people hiring for...
4: Uh, for real jobs, it's it's hard. It's See, a challenge. You know, I didn't have to deal with it because I because being in eastern Iowa, I mean, I had to deal with it a, a couple times, and I just wrote the call letters that I was that I was. But yeah, at. you also didn't a, need a
6: college degree
4: to do what you wanted but, either. Uh, but I mean, yeah. um,
6: no, I had to graduate from college just to have a chance to get into those situations to apply for jobs. Well,
4: people had heard me, so I didn't have to really send out resumes or nothing because I was. I was always an unknown quantity in Eastern Iowa. Yeah, yeah. I a never force. had to, a force, a force to be reckoned, A force with. to be reckoned with in Eastern Iowa. Yeah. So, but, um,
6: but yeah, we were talking during the break about the Carson May situation. I was surprised a little bit just because he's, you know, he's a true freshman one of the quickest departures ever but my guess is he probably didn't like it when Sam Laporta got put in a corner. Uh, I, I wouldn't
5: have. I'm guessing he didn't and I that's what I was thinking at the time I, I thought it was say, if I were Carson May this would piss me off I thought it was ridiculous I
6: thought it was risky and I, I I missed that series, to be honest with you. I had kind of gotten distracted. I, got a, I, I had somebody down there covering the game. Mm-hmm. So somebody was in the press box for Hawk for now, So it's not like I had to just be all on top of it. And I'll admit, I got a little distracted there. In the, and I missed Laporta's series when I came back. I'm like, so they ended up doing that. Because I said I didn't think you they did. would do that. Because like what Don Patterson said, it's risky doing that. He did run the ball once in traffic, yes. too. He could have gotten hurt. And it didn't work. And it was just stupid, I thought. I no. just didn't understand no. if, if that's their way of saying we can think outside the box. But if I'm Carson May, I'm like, Jesus, I spent a month preparing as the backup, and then you put in your All-America tight end to run Wildcat, yeah. and I can't even get a series?
5: No, that would have uh, sent me packing, too. I and think. now he's packing. Yep.
6: And I there was some talk, well, he's not going to end up in any Power 5 school. He's not very good. Then don't recruit him.
5: Well, we don't know that. We but... don't know that.
6: I'm just saying, I got a couple of those feedback. He very well may go to a Power Five, but if he or Padilla, neither one go Power Five, Iowa didn't have to recruit him. They recruited them. You're right. They offered him scholarships. They thought they were good enough. I'm guessing that, I mean, I don't believe Carson May had many other Power Five offers no. besides Iowa. Now, Padilla did. He had Georgia. He had a few other ones. He didn't have a ton, but um, it's interesting. His has taken a while. I haven't heard anything of you. No. I'm not, like, researching. It's not like every Nothing. day I'm reaching out. to
5: No, but, I mean, there hasn't even been any Nothing. rumblings. Uh, Alex Padilla visiting, uh, you know, Virginia Tech. Or... I did
6: hear, though, that academics are big with him, with yeah. what his decision's going to be. So maybe that's kind of the two things he's weighing and what have you. But, right, yeah, right now Iowa, okay, let's go through. Let's, uh, Padilla, Carson May, Justin Jacobs, Terry Roberts, Keegan Johnson, Arlen Bruce. Gavin Williams, uh, that Mitch Volk, there's eight. Am I missing anyone else? Yeah, over?
5: the other, uh, Johnson, did you say Keegan? I said Keegan. Okay.
6: Two receivers, that's eight. Then, of course, you have Lucas Van Nuys leaving for the draft. That's nine. Um, is there somebody? Oh, Reggie Bracey, 10, uh-huh. the defensive back, backup, strong safety. There's 10. Um, are we missing anyone? Because somebody told me that it was 13-3 to three between Portal and guys – leaving i who are the other that three?
5: seems a, a little strong but i can't think
6: of who the other 3 are there could be somewhere missing but but i yeah right now you could make a strong case that they are losing the battle of the portal but they would come right back and say yeah but we got our quarterback and we got a proven tight end now there's proven tight end still has to get healthy
5: well, and so does the quarterback. Yeah,
6: but McNamara's is a little different. I mean, I think Alls is a lower back injury. So, But Kirk expressed optimism that both would be back. I would like to think that they wouldn't go all out on either one if they thought there was a chance they wouldn't be able to play. But right now, neither one are
5: healthy. No, I'm sure that they've got assurances from their medical Oh, they have to. That, they, wouldn't, yes. they wouldn't
6: go through with a deal like this yeah. without having that. But that still doesn't mean that they may be more vulnerable. I mean, if you've got a lower back injury, that's... That's a concern.
5: Oh, I've been down that road. And, so, and you're not playing
6: no. Power 5 football. So it's going to be interesting. Nor should I have been. So do you think Labus stays? Yes. What would your argument be?
5: My argument would be because... Nowhere uh, else to go, really? No, because uh, I've shown that I can play. I will play back up to uh, Cade McNamara. Maybe I can beat him out. And maybe Cade's not going to... Maybe he'll lose a step. And I think I can compete, and I'm one play away from being the guy. Yeah, that that could be it. Now, I didn't – I think what might help – I
6: didn't think he played well enough to where he he was going to use that tape from that game to go show other others. Sure.
5: I agree with he you. He just didn't play that well, I didn't
6: think. But he also didn't have much working around him. None of their quarterbacks play well because their offense is a mess.
5: And he was – they had a couple of those long passes that were – Fairly close to being great plays, but they weren't. And it sounds
6: like we've been saying that for three years about what, regardless who who's saying under, that for f- fifty years. Well, regardless of who's playing quarterback, it just it doesn't seem to matter. I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he left either, because you know there's always a chance McNamara could play here for two years. I know the yeah. the plan is not to. The plan is to get him into the NFL. I mean, he could play here for two years. That means Labus would be going into what his fifth year before you would ever have a chance to start. Carson
4: was, May to uh, Oklahoma State or Texas Tech?
6: I saw that one yesterday. That was a, that was somebody had that on a message board or somewhere uh, on social media. I mes- saw that, too. Where where is that? Where are you reading is it? It's in that? the chat. Yeah, no, I saw that. It's not, I haven't seen anything official. No. But I saw that. I believe it was on Twitter. And Is he from Oklahoma? He's from Jones, Oklahoma. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that would make sense. Now, those schools didn't offer him coming out of high school, right. which is interesting. That shows you those schools – Maybe you're a little more desperate now because they're getting I mean, Oklahoma State lost their great star three-year starting quarterback, uh, Spencer Sanders. And so, uh, like I said, the hardest thing right now, it seems like in college football, is keeping depth at the quarterback position, sustaining – I wrote that yesterday – sustaining depth at the quarterback position is going to be the hard, one of the hardest things moving forward for teams. You have to have three to four quarterbacks on scholarship to function properly in practice yeah. and on the field. Yeah. You just have to. And Iowa may not have that
4: luxury next year. It'll be interesting. Okay, I wanted to read this before we take the call. Okay. Uh, from Cindy Ledum. Uh we listen to you guys every morning. Our 17-year-old dog Boomer finds comfort in your voices. Aww. When we leave the house, boomer. I leave I leave KCJJ on. I think it's because he's so familiar with you. Thanks for being there. Hi,
5: Boomer. Hey, Boomer. Hey, Boomer. boomer. Sup, buddy. Woof, woof. <laughs> oh,
4: now I've just ruined it. <laughs> I'm gonna
6: start barking all the time in this show. That's nice. Now he boomer just put his paw up and just turned the radio off. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> Hi, you're on the air. Hi.
9: Yeah, just my observations from watching the bowl game was, uh, I I thought Labus puts nice soft touches on his short passes. Improvement. Obviously, runs better than the quarterbacks we've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, small sample. Uh, he needs to not squat and put his rear on practically on the ground. I don't know how he can see anything. I don't know why that has never. You know, I think I mean, he, he had, had to in order to years. take I the mean, snap. I've never seen anything like that?
5: No, he had to in order to take the snap. That's just why though. B- because what do you mean? the size differential between the way that where. The center snaps the ball in order to receive it properly. He, that's how he had to configure why his did body. And,
9: and why, why, is it, why is his rear end four inches off the ground? Well, you'd have to ask him. In the history of football.
6: Because he's, he's, he's two inches taller than Padilla. He's two inches taller than Padilla. I don't know.
9: That is yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, that so, makes no sense. So who knows? And why didn't they put our field goal kick out there twice to kick 40 plus yard field goals, give him some bowl field? And I mean, come on. Never, you were zero for a million on third and fourth down. Put the kicker out there. What are they doing?
6: Yeah, I, I mean, looking back on it, I guess, yeah, I could, I could see that, too. Um, I don't know how many 40 – did they turn down many 40-yard field goals?
5: Maybe one. Two.
6: They turned down Two. two. Okay, they could have won 27 to nothing instead. No, I get what you're saying. No, it's I
9: it's
5: the idea of using your guys. Get
9: them experience in both different situations. Well, the kicker know? didn't
6: need it anymore. I mean, the kicker's uh he's a proven commodity. Are
5: you talking about towards the end? Oh, put Alex Bloom in there? Or? No, during the game. During
9: the course of the game.
6: What, to put the other kicker in to give him – or to put Stevens in?
9: No, 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 no. We didn't use our field goal kicker when we had fourth downs, and I don't oh, know. Yeah, no, know, I get what I you're saying, it.
6: but I don't think they needed to do that to give him experience. He's a – I mean – He kicked for a full year. He kicked for a full year and made 16 out of 18 field goals. Now you could argue it would have been a better decision to get three points as opposed to nothing. I get you there. Where I don't agree is that they needed to do that to help Drew Stevens get experience.
9: No, no, he doesn't need – I'm just saying, you know, play it like you're playing a Big Ten game. Okay, we can go up. Well, what's weird is usually Kirk does do that.
6: Yeah, Yeah. I I think Kirk felt so confident in their defense's ability to keep Kentucky not even anywhere close to scoring. I think Kirk just took chances that he normally wouldn't do. And I think he was willing to give up three points here and there because I think Kirk knew that team wasn't going to score on yeah. his defense.
9: Well, I, I just thought use a guy. I mean, he's great. Yeah, yeah I could see. Uh, Fair enough. Fair enough. No, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. All uh, right. Yeah, I, I agree with this, uh, Carson. I mean, come on, put the kid in. My God, <laughs>
5: come on. Or I, I unless maybe he maybe they already knew.
6: Well, there was, talk down there, there was talk down there that they were going to put Laporta in at quarterback, but I thought the media was joking about it. And you wonder, because maybe they did know, because Lucas Van Ness did not play in the first quarter. Yeah. I wonder if they knew he was going to go pro, and I don't know if they were punishing him, but he did not play very much. And, no, or maybe they no. wanted to give the veteran players more experience, thinking this would be their last game possibly. Maybe. I thought it was odd, though, that Van Ness did not play in the first quarter.
9: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I didn't observe that, but yeah, he's, now I I didn't observe that either. I was told that
6: by two or three other people in the media that they said, man, did you see Ben Ness didn't play? And I hadn't noticed that, but so yeah, so, but who knows? So, all right, well, we appreciate okay. your call
5: as always. Yeah, thank you. Yep, bye.
6: I can see what he's saying. I mean, you win 21 nothing. Some say, all right, you're nitpicking, but I, I, I still think it came down to Kirk just had no. Comfort, no faith in Kentucky to do anything, and he took some chances and threw away some points. When it because I don't think he real, I just think he thought it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we just lost three points there, but God, these guys can't even get to midfield.
5: But yeah, if I were Carson I'd May, I would have been pissed. If I was his
6: parents, I would be pissed. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Bet. You bet. And I can't imagine that's what Laporta wanted to do. I mean, maybe he did, but it just looked from I was told it just it looked ridiculous from the people that were there, and it just. It just did not make any sense. And Carson May didn't. Maybe he had already made up his mind by then, and if that's the reason they were not playing him, I don't know. I don't know. Is that petty? Is that vindictive? Or if he's not, why dress him then? Yeah. If, you're, if you're not going to use him at all, then why dress him? I mean, had Labus got hurt, would you have put Laporta in? No, they would have put Carson May in. Right. So, well, yeah.
5: We, we think.
6: I I sure, There's no way they would have played Sam. No. I mean, Sam Laporta, he would have been... I, he sh- There's no way you would put somebody on the verge of going to the NFL in that type of situation. No. That wouldn't be fair to him. No, it wouldn't. And it would have looked ridiculous. I mean, the offense was bad enough with Lavis playing. You well, know, it so-
5: didn't look good with Sam at the helm. No. I will say that. Oh,
6: well, like I said, I didn't see it, but I was told by right. the guy down there he said he's well, the guy covered it for me. I hadn't told him about. He's like, why are they putting the All American tight end in at quarterback? And because I was in the other room at the time, and I got, I'm like, what? And by the time I got back there, LaPorta had just ran on third down and gotten hit, and, I'm, and I wrote back, I have no idea what's going on. The guy covering it for me thought that was odd. And he's, and, but it is what it is. Kirk thinking outside the box, what fans want. But, no, I think the game itself, any win is a good win. It was great to see the defense play the way they had. Torrey Taylor. Basically, it was a microcosm of the season, the bowl game was.
5: Yeah, it was. Uh, we absolutely could not run the ball.
6: And had trouble throwing the ball. Yeah. Other yep. than underneath routes to tight ends. that yep. I mean, Labus, most of his completions that gained yards, like the one to 27 to Laporte, he threw the ball like four four yards. Yeah, I mean, the offense to me was you, – you would hope with a month to prepare and with all the stuff with Kirk talking about how the line was doing better, I would like to have seen – a little bit more, but it just wasn't there.
5: Well, they were about two inches away from completing that pass to Luke Lachey towards I mean, the that end. That would have helped. But, you know, and, that, us,
6: ifs, ands, buts, and nuts, is that the same?
5: And, uh, you know, the, I mean, in the pass looked like a nice pass. It was just a little bit We're, we're to the
6: point now where – that commercial. We're to the point now where – We're to the point now where if we almost complete a difficult pass <laughs> that other schools do in their sleep, we call that like little moral victories for the offense.
5: <laughs> Got a little teeny trophy. The I mean, I watched Tulane. Guy with his fingers outstretched the ball sailing over his I watched fingers. Tulane
6: just shred USC's defense. Tulane had skill players and receivers that you would love to see at Iowa. And, I mean, it was – and you can say, well, level of competition. Well, USC's a major good step team. up. Yeah, during the course of the season, Tulane played a lot easier – Opponents than Iowa did, but Iowa would have its handful. With I, they wouldn't beat Tulane. No, probably not. I mean, their offense wouldn't be able. I think the Tulane offense would struggle against the Iowa, but I think the Iowa offense would just not fire. The Iowa offense doesn't really struggle against everybody. Against anybody that has a pulse, other yep. than Nevada. Yep. And that was another game such where such a strange. That game. was another game where they needed to play the backup quarterback. The fact that Spencer was the only quarterback that takes snap, and that was just weird. It's just odd. A six-hour game with three lightning delays. You're up 27 to yeah, nothing. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. I didn't understand that one either. They're just so bizarre with how they handle their quarterbacks. They really are. And now they're coming and going. I mean, think about the amount of quarterbacks that have left here recently. I mean, between Deuce.
5: Deuce. I mean,
6: that's three right there in the last, what, year?
5: Mm-hmm.
6: That's three quarterbacks, scholarship quarterbacks, in a year that have left. That's pretty significant, even in this age.
5: It is. If it's uh it's- at least a minor level of concern for me you know you want to have a full quarterback room but then i look at
6: the west next year i put iowa in there just for the new one i mean it'll depend um if wisconsin gets one of these quarterbacks that's being rumored in the portal um that could really help wisconsin who is the quarterback that i'm hearing that they're in on
5: well i thought they already got one pretty good one but i've or maybe, maybe, that's, great one.
6: maybe that's the one I'm referring to. I just didn't know it was a done deal. When I last read it, he was leaning towards Wisconsin. Sam Hartman supposedly is going to Notre Dame. That's the Wake Forest quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, that Devin Leary's going from NC State to Kentucky, which just seems like a weird move. NC State's losing a lot of players. And I'm are. not sure why. And they've been a good program. They've had a lot of success under Dave Doring, so I'm not sure what's going on down there. I can't remember where they said Spencer Sanders is going. And they did mention, and then I saw where is 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 graham mertz going to florida yeah why would florida want graham mertz don't know it's weird this quarterback maybe this quarterback stuff is it is it's weird it's so strange right now it really is
5: and you don't know who's gonna fit in with who and there's some that you expect them to make a big difference to the new team and they don't other teams you don't expect them to do anything and they're world beaters so yeah who knows? It's, it's just a whole new world. You've got to keep recruiting over and over and over again. Yep. And, um, you know, I can't think that a lot of your veteran coaches love these new changes. I can't think maybe any of them do. But it is what it is.
6: I'm looking to see if I uh, – Oh, Tanner Mordecai from SMU. Yes. And um, that was one of the names I had heard. He's, um, he's pretty good. I mean that uh, now, SMU plays against different opponents than Big Ten. It'll be interesting to see, but that. That could be a step up.
5: He's very offensive minded. He's had a lot of big games. So, Well, know, anyone's going to, well, not anyone, but most guys are going to be able to step in and, and at least do what Gmertz did. And Oh, without question. Without yeah, fact. I mean, it's the
6: same. I mean, like I've written this before, if McNamara just comes here and he's average and they win the West, he's going to be a hero. Oh. And when I say average, sixth or seventh in the Big Ten in total offense. you oh, imagine what it would be, be like fantastic. for Iowa to finish sixth or seventh in the Big Ten? It'd be total? fantastic. It'd be fantastic. Yes. It'd be, I mean, if he averages two twenty-five passing, and they win ten games and win the West, he is a a god around here. And prior to that, the Bill and he knows it. Yeah, he's pretty. I I um I, I saw that one podcast he did with Carson Palmer's brother. He's pretty confident. Yes. He's pretty confident. I'm not saying he's cocky, but he almost is cocky. But I guess you could argue you need to do be that way to play quarterback. I just my only concern is I just hope he realizes his supporting cast is not going to be the same as what he had at Michigan. And I say that mostly I think he's if if Caleb Johnson, LaShawn Williams, and Jay Zion Patterson all stay, those are three pretty decent running backs. I think Caleb Johnson could play for Michigan. The biggest difference for Cade going to be the offensive line. He's going to go from having the best op- – Michigan's been the best offensive line in the country over the past two years. Yeah. And he's going to go to having that to
5: – One of the worst. One of the
6: worst in Power 5. And I don't say that. Just to throw it out there for shock effect, they're one of the worst offensive lines right now, wouldn't you say?
5: Without question, I mean they were terrible. Because the the offensive line powers the offense. If your offensive line sucks, I don't care who you have at quarterback. And they don't
6: run a spread offense to compensate. They don't make quick throws and no. They need their offensive line to be the the axis for which everything else spins. And their offensive line was not good at all in the bowl game.
5: No, no. How
6: was the how was the booze at the bowl game? Did they have like what was the beer prices?
5: Um I think they were ten dollars and fifty cents.
6: How big were they? How many ounces? Uh
5: sixteen. Yeah, then, that
4: ain't bad. Would you oh, have so arena? Did you have three, four? Uh,
6: seventeen. You had seventeen? Yeah. So seventeen times sixteen ounces, how much is that? It's a lot. It's a lot of how many did Anne have?
5: Uh nineteen.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Did she get did Did anything get out of hand? You guys fight with fans or anything? Did Anne head? No, actually, him?
5: there was a Kentucky guy, Kentucky family sitting behind us. Guy knew his sport pretty well, and he was actually very uh,
6: level-headed. Yeah, he was. What would you have done if he was drunk and just sang Kentucky Woman the whole game? Would that have been bad?
4: Uh, we would have harmonized for singers. Oh, okay. All right. yeah. You Could have yelled "Freebird." Or- now Seeger. I will say, <laughs>
5: I had the best stadium pizza I've ever had in my life by far. The really, it was it fantastic. So was it
6: like Wigan Pin Sam's Sanctuary? Fantastic? Oh, yeah, it was that, delicious. And it was just at a concession stand, made in yes, bulk? yes. What was the brand?
5: Um, Slim and Huskies. It's a brand down there. He's Slim looking it up and right Huskies. now. <laughs> what made and it so And I was so good? paying for the. It was just delicious. I don't know everything was it square, about. It was big good. square slices or triangle? it was uh, like a um, flatbread. Really?
6: How much was that?
5: Twelve. Um, so like it's same as. But what, what was the equivalent of like a slice or two slices? Um. It's like have you had a Shakespeare's flatbread? I have not. It, it's like that. I mean, oh, that's it's great. It's it's so you see good. those
6: things, high V cells, those five dollar flat. It's kind of that yeah. size. Okay, yes. uh, for 12 bucks, that wouldn't be bad. And
5: it was delicious. And the gal that checked me out said, Oh, she said, Yeah, this is really good. She said, You need to go to their their pizzeria here. So on did you? Fifth, no, fifth and Sunjoy, whatever. i going out there left. for lunch next. You, the two of you are
6: you're going to drive? Yeah. <laughs> Take Hunter with you. <laughs> Seriously, the three of you.
5: Well, it's only a seven and a half uh, hour drive. Oh, you longer. made it seven and a half? No. How long did it take you to get down there? Uh, it was about 9. It was 9. Because we I mean we stopped we have to stop every hour and a half for Ann to walk around a little bit because oh, of her, her blood clot thing. Yeah.
9: Okay. <laughs> yeah.
6: And, the two uh, of you guys could do it either with Hunter, eat yeah. pizza there and then drive back. Go go to like Vanderbilt campus and eat it on the campus of Vanderbilt <laughs> University. Isn't it's in Nashville? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So do you like the stadium?
5: Um yeah, and evidently the, the Everyone, all the locals hate the stadium, and they want a new stadium. Okay. And evidently, they're going to get it. How many Iowa fans were there? It's hard for me to... Um, if you, they said 42,000 tickets were sold. Wow. There is no way... Unless it seats one hundred and twenty thousand, that there were forty two thousand people.
6: I don't know how these bowl games make it. To be honest uh-huh. with you, I know the television revenue, but so many of these bowl games just had nobody in the stands.
5: If I had to guess, there were maybe ten to fifteen thousand Iowa fans. Maybe, maybe uh, a kind of what more. we thought. Yeah, kind of what we thought. I would say so.
6: So, I mean, they went eight and five. I mean, it, it is what it is. It's hardly. It's not a disaster, but it is not what people
4: had hoped.
5: But it was. Uh, An ugly, ugly, ugly
4: eight and five. Oh,
6: without question, one of the worst eight and fives they've had.
4: And now I'm waiting for the uh, article to come out uh, in the Register and PC where they uh, talk about the bonus that. uh, That's usually don't.
2: Yeah,
6: that. But they usually do the salary thing when the year changes over in June, isn't it? At the end of June, they do the f. uh, The The fiscal year thing. The fiscal year thing, but. But yeah, well, but they'll have they're the, they're not going to call that. The register's not going to do stuff like that to make people bad. They're on they'll they do whatever they can to push the Iowa. Well, they will have the bonus story for going
4: to uh, the bowl uh, game.
6: I, they might, but they won't write it in a way that fans will get upset cuz that's not what they want. That's not what they want to do. The register wants to be Iowa's friend. I mean, that I don't think they'll write some snidey story about Kirk getting a – plus, that's not even news anymore, the fact that Kirk gets a bonus for winning. I no. thought he got a bonus for winning seven games. I Isn't think seven? he does. I think and it's then, seven and gets, then a
4: bowl game. Bowl, yeah, and then he gets game. a bowl yeah. game. He gets like another yeah. 50
6: for winning a bowl game. I don't game. have a problem I don't with think people of. care about that stuff anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. I well, mean, they
4: I, were bitching about it in the uh, social media after the, after yeah, I didn't the see game any of on that. Facebook.
6: Amazing, yeah, I didn't see any of that. It's amazing how you're able to find it.
4: Well, it was on our page. I mean, page. I was all over social media. I didn't see any of that It was stuff. on our page.
6: On your page. Yeah, I wasn't on your page. Yeah. I don't think most people
4: care about that stuff anymore. No.
6: And the register's not going to write a story, hey, here's Kirk getting money he doesn't well, deserve. Well, uh, no, I don't. Never do I'm that. not
4: saying that. They'll just.
6: I don't think they'll even write a story about him getting a bonus. I, nobody did last year when they, when they won the bowl game. It's just not really news anymore. I mean, he gets a bonus for winning seven games, and most coaches get a bonus for winning a bowl game. They do. That's just the world we live in now. Do I agree with it necessarily? No, not really. But you got to have incentives and stuff in, in contracts and contracts, and they did win. I mean, he did win a bowl game. I mean.
5: He did win eight games. But, man, what a
6: terrible matchup. If I'm the Music City Bowl, I'm,
5: what the hell?
6: That game just had no appeal to it at all.
5: No. The Kentucky fans weren't interested and didn't make the trip. I mean, they just didn't make the trip. Do you realize
6: that was their sixth time there? Yeah. Would you have been going if that was Iowa's sixth time? Would you Would mm. you and Ann go to all six Music City Bowls?
5: Mm. Boy, that's hard to say. I mean, we God, went this time were, it was easy to go because it was our first. Yeah, I'm just saying the fact that you're even thinking about that is, wow. Well, well because had, Nashville's a great yeah town. Fun yeah, there. I
6: mean, it is. But how many times have you been there without Iowa football?
5: Uh, one other time.
6: So it's obviously not that great, or you'd go there more. Well, I just I could see why Kentucky fans wouldn't want to go to Nashville for their sixth time in the last fifteen years and play against one of the most boring teams to watch.
5: Well, plus Louisville and Kentucky were playing basketball at the same time, and that's a that huge probably didn't help, thing. even though Louisville's
6: no. terrible. In bat- Louisville
5: is terrible. But it's like that. Iowa, Iowa State on steroids. Yeah, but I
6: still don't think Kentucky would have had
5: many fans there.
6: I just don't think they cared. No. I mean, and, uh, and I just don't understand the logic behind the bowl. I would love to know the bowl people, what their logic was behind that matchup.
5: Well, they knew Iowa would bring X amount of people. I mean, it's a, it's a given. And then with the close enough drive for a lot of Iowa fans, they were pretty sure, you know, and, and that the Iowa stadium was going like to support. It was half empty. Stadium was half empty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
6: It, obviously, their plan didn't work. I mean, I. Well,
5: Kentucky fans were not that. That's what I'm
6: saying. Well, it takes two teams to make a matchup work. And I just remember when they made this matchup, I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is a disaster. I don't get it.
5: What were their other choices at that point? I I can't
6: remember what the choices were. I just, um, I just, the rematch just did not make any sense. No. And then when Kentucky, their best quarterback and their 1,000 yard rusher, I mean, Kentucky lost a lot more at quarterback than Iowa did. Yeah. And that's no knock on Spencer Peters. That's just the way it is. But I just um, I just did not understand the matchup and the game kind of play. Now, I thought Kentucky would win, but I did not realize how helpless and hapless their quarterback would be. And I thought maybe they would put the other one in. Deuce looked better than the quarterback they started. Deuce looked like he could at least run the offense and throw into some windows. That other quarterback looked just
5: lost. He was terrible.
6: I think they thought maybe he could run. And he did have a couple nice runs, but had they consistently ran him, he would have been killed. He wouldn't have made it through that game. Iowa would have just gang-tackled
5: him. It was nice to see the, other, the players go up and congratulate Deuce afterwards. I, did see, I, I thought, thought that, that was, was pretty nice. cool. Yes,
6: I thought that was nice. They showed P.M. Petrus. They showed them talking, and all the players. And Deuce seemed like he appreciated it, too. You know, that was one of the rare times when Kirk's mouth got him into trouble. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. a stupid thing to say, but don't you agree most times Kirk doesn't do stuff like that? He no. made a
5: mistake. He was trying to be funny, and, and it, it wasn't. Ba- it was funny, but <laughs> yeah. it was
6: mean. I mean, <laughs> it was, was funny. We play all play. laughed. I'm still I, I, laughing. I, I just can't. I just, I'm like, God, did Kirk really just say that? And then the apology afterwards was, ah, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I tried to be funny, and it just didn't work. I don't think he meant anything malicious by it, but, but it was just not the right thing to say. It was the <laughs> No, it wasn't. And for someone who prides himself on always saying the right thing, it was it was kind of unusual, and then the mother didn't like it. I'll give Deuce credit. I don't remember Deuce lashing out. The mother did. The mother did. I don't remember Deuce ever saying anything on social media that he was pissed. The other thing is Deuce wasn't going to play here. No. He just wasn't going to play. He was third, fourth team. There was no chance for playing time. So, But, but yeah, man, if, if McNamara gets hurt next year, whew, it, they could be in a precarious situation. Well...
5: Joey Labas, hopefully, will still be here and be ready to play.
6: Be ready to play. And, like I said, I didn't see enough in the bowl game to be confident about him. I'm not knocking him. No, but he just didn't play
5: very well. He didn't, but he uh, he was the ultimate game manager in that situation where do nothing do nothing to cause harm to your team. Mm-hmm. And he was he was did that, but he also missed throws. he did. And he's yeah, not the
6: dual threat that fans No, Some fans just keep telling me he's a dual threat. They got well, He's he is not a, a dual threat quarterback. He's got good ability to move the pocket. He's way more mobile than Spencer, a little more mobile than Alex, but he's not a dual threat quarterback no. in any stretch of the imagination. We can
4: understand why the pecking order, we, you know. Oh, I saw nothing
6: from Labus that maybe thinks he should have been playing over Petrus. No, No,
4: not at all. No, yeah, And the same thing with Padilla. Yeah, no, I saw nothing. The best
6: quarterbacks are playing. Now, the argument is then they're either not developing them or they're not recruiting very good quarterbacks. Now, Petrus was a four-star who had multiple offers, but then you could say he didn't develop. I mean, because they're not getting good quarterback play.
5: Well, and at least the last two years you can point to the offensive line. That's They're been not a getting good offensive line play. That's either. been a major problem yeah. and
6: the offensive line wasn't always great under Nate Stanley. Nate Stanley was obviously better than Peters, but Nate Stanley wasn't a superstar. He no. never made all big ten. No. He had some good stats and some good wow. games, but I mean they haven't had a first team All Big Ten quarterback since Drew Tate in two thousand four.
5: Yeah. It's eighteen years.
6: Yeah, that's almost two decades ago. And CJ made second team in two thousand fifteen. I believe that's it.
5: Who uh, who beat him out that year?
6: I don't remember in 2015 who would have beat him out.
5: I, I, oh, Trace McSorley, maybe. I don't remember.
6: I know um, Rudock had a good year, but it wasn't Rudock. I know CJ did make second team in 2015, but but yeah, they um, they got to get better quarterback play and they got to get better offensive line play. I think if they can keep yes. bodies, if they can just have scholarship receivers available and healthy. They'll be able to get what they need out of their receivers because they don't really rely on their receiver. They rely on their quarterback and their offensive line to do a ton. And right now, they're not good at either position.
5: No. And as far as our wide receivers go, Vines had a couple of catches. One was uh, – And then he had one he, he should have hung on
6: to, but he got hit really hard and dropped the ball. Yeah. Hopefully with more playing time, he'll learn to hang on to those because that's what good receivers have to do. Did Brody Breck didn't even play. Brody, yeah, he didn't. Did he um, dress?
5: I, I'm not sure. I did see where um, uh, R- Ragaini had, what, one catch?
6: One catch. Alec Wick played a little bit early, no catches. No catches. And um, I'm trying to think of who else.
5: So the wide receivers obviously were not huge in our game plan. <laughs> no, game.
6: no. <laughs> well, and they probably, it's hard to make <laughs> them huge when you, we've only got four of them on scholarship and one of them, Jacob Bostic, doesn't even play. Why is he just been hurt all year? I, I don't know. No, I don't think. I just think he's probably not ready. Now next year with Seth Anderson coming in, and assuming nobody leaves and everybody comes in, they'll have eight receivers on scholarship next year. But one of them will be a redshirt freshman. Three of them will be true freshmen. So half your half your receivers on scholarship next year will have absolutely no game experience. Yeah, that's a problem.
5: It is a problem.
6: And none of the three high school kids coming in are what you would call phenom, five, four, four. They, I'm not saying they're projects, but they, you know, they, they may need some time to develop.
5: But will they be able to step in in a Big Ten program and produce? Perhaps not. Probably not next year. Yeah.
6: But they may need someone because they're going to need one of those freshmen to come in and play. They're mm. going to have to. You need five or six scholarship receivers rotating and playing and functioning on a daily operation and practice and whatever, to, just to be a normal team. So, one of those, I would think Seth Anderson's going to come here and play. So, you'll have Seth Anderson, you'll have um, Nico Regani, I assume you'll have Brody Breck. I mean, to me, Seth Anderson and Nico Regani are going to be probably their two, I would think, their major pass catchers. Because, why else would Seth Anderson come here? Yeah. If, he, if, if they didn't tell him, he's, you're going to fit big in these game plan. You know, he did have 42 catches for like almost 700 yards now. Seven touchdowns. And it was against, it was a lower level. It was it was um, FCS. It was not Division one. Seven
5: touchdowns to one guy sounds like a Well, since Iowa had seven as a team yes. this year. I mean, <laughs> yes.
6: Seven touchdown receptions as a team. Yeah. What do you think of that? It ain't good. It ain't good. It ain't good. But no. um, it'll be an interesting offseason. It will be an interesting offseason because, like I said, I, 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 I'm interested to see the kind of narratives that are going to be pushed once spring ball gets. Because you know, I, I the expectations for McNamara are going to just be out of this world, and because I mean, some have labeled him the savior of Hawkeye football, and I.
5: Well, let's cool the Jets. a little. And it's not
6: let's... like he. I mean, they did win eight games. It's not like they went one and. It's not like he has to resurrect them. No, true. They're not dead. But they're just not elite and their offense. I'm just, I think there's this just assumption that Cade McNamara is going to be enough to fix all the issues on offense. And I don't believe that. And I'm not going to
5: block and uh, run patterns as well. Well, that's what I'm
6: saying. But I think there's just, and I think you're going to see some people in the media pushing that narrative that he alone will be enough because it'll have a contagious effect on everybody around him and everybody will just uplift their performance. I, I hope that happens, but I certainly don't think that will happen. I think the guys got to get better. Yeah, I mean, I think Cade McNamara will struggle next year at times if the offensive line plays as poorly as it did this year. Don't you?
5: Uh, absolutely. It could be Because anybody would.
6: Yes. But I think there's this perception that he'll fix all that just because he's Cade McNamara. He was good at Michigan. Don't get me wrong. He started there for one year. Also did lose his position, got beat out. Yeah. And so let's just kind of – Relax a little bit. I mean, just relax and just don't blow things out of proportion, it would be my advice.
5: Yeah, fans very seldom do it. Well, media, very does, seldom it. Do media that. does it too. Of course, they I do. I mean, there's
6: a lot of people, that's some people in the media, that's just the avenue they pursue. They just, they like to kind of stoke the fire, just yeah. initiate hope, just get everybody fired up because then that brings them to your Twitter and they like, oh, this is great. and They retweet it and they like it. And, and then until they're proven wrong, that's a narrative. Now, remember like that, all that stuff with John Boudmire? Yeah. But it all didn't materialize at all, and they were worse. They were worse this year with John Boudmire. Not saying he was the reason, but they were worse on offense this year than they were last year. Yes, they were. So the John Boudmire edition did not work. It did not, it did not work. It the
5: may co- have gotten us Cade McNamara here. May,
6: maybe, may, may, but I think NIL money and just Iowa's defense and Iowa's football program had more to do with it than John. Do we even know if John Boudmire is still going to be on the staff next year? No. I don't. No, I think the contract he signed was for six months. We don't even, we don't see, even that's know.
5: See, that's it. We don't know what changes, coaching changes now, are going to There's a rumor happen.
6: out there. I, I've said this. I, didn't, um, I got this. I'm not going to say the source. Very good source who doesn't normally blow things out of proportion did say they've heard that Brian at some point here in the near future is going to step aside, and um, they will um, – I'll believe it when I see it. Now, there's talk that Bill O'Brien is going to go back to become the coordinator at New England. There's a scenario I could see. If Bill O'Brien goes back to become the coordinator at New England, I don't know if it's happened yet or if it's going to, I could see him hiring Brian Ferentz's offensive line coach, and I would think that would be, wouldn't be would be the same money-wise, but it would be a pretty good landing, and it wouldn't look like a complete disaster from a PR. Going from being the Iowa offensive coordinator to the offensive line coach at the, uh, at the Patriots, I could see that being an okay thing if Brian would approve that. Now, there's a lot of things that still have to happen, but that's one rumor I've heard. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We shall see. I, I, my attitude is I'll believe it when I see it, and that's what I'm just taking with everything.
9: Well, Ryan did run
6: like... off the field. Did you notice that? Yeah, I thought that was a, b- odd. He ran off the field, didn't shake hands with anybody. He just basically sprinted off the field.
5: No, I thought that w- was very weird. I don't know what to read into it. Well, but... some
6: smartass told me it's the best offense has looked all year. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Jesus, Shit, God, that's our
6: longest gain of the year. He went at least 45 <laughs> yards untouched. <laughs> I, I laughed. It was mean. But that's just, when you perform as poorly as Iowa did this year, you become the brunt of jokes, even by your own fans. And that's where we are.
5: Yep. Well, you can't sugarcoat how bad the offense was this year, and you shouldn't because no. it was. So does it concern torched? you
6: when Kirk says he doesn't believe that anything is broken, that we just got to do what we do better? Because that was his, that's his, still his narrative. Does that concern you?
5: He, it does because it looked broken yes and that's why it it does to me because what my eyeballs saw was not a a smooth functioning unit didn't
6: i think jay zion patterson led him in rushing with 23 yards and he had 17 of them in one carry in mop-up duty yeah yeah i mean caleb johnson didn't do anything you know why he didn't have any room to run no there was no blocking just well, in
5: some of that, uh, Kentucky is a good defense. They're good
6: defense, too, but I keep telling Iowa, oh, we maulers, we, this is where offensive linemen go to become men, and Ooh. they just dominate the trenches. No, they don't. No, They do do a good job of producing individual stars on the offensive line, but they don't dominate anything, and they that haven't sure for years. Uh-uh. And to me, that's where they have to start during the offseason. they got to fix the running game. Great that McNamara is here. But it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback if you can't run the ball nope. in this offense. No. Nope. So I rest my case. We didn't derail case today. Case closed, Captain. Did not really derail today. No. No music talk. Nothing, really. Nothing. See, nothing. Well, the women are off. They have another tough one at Michigan. They do. This is a tough stretch for the women. Oh, they uh, got
5: – at least they did get a new recruit. Got a recruit from – 2024, Verona, Wisconsin. From
6: Wisconsin, yeah, which is basically six miles
5: from Madison. It is. So yeah, Taylor Stremlow, she's point guard,
6: two, twenty twenty four guard. I think she's a com- I think she can play yeah. both positions. Yeah, and whatever. So they got her, and the that Illinois game was tough, but Illinois is a much improved team. Did you watch it?
5: No, I followed along on my. Phone. They were just
6: they were just too athletic. Yeah, Illinois is recruited well. She brought some transfers in. This coach from Dayton. That was not a fluke. I still think Iowa would beat Illinois more than Illinois would beat Iowa if they played over and over. But that was no fluke loss. Illinois is good. I mean, they're good. They're athletic. Their athleticism caught they, Iowa couldn't keep two or three guards from getting to the basket. They just they were cutting and finding lanes with their athleticism. It was a it was a it was a good win for Illinois, a, a vastly improved program. And now Michigan, they're one of the Michigan's best. good too. Yeah, this is a tough stretch. Iowa could find themselves losing back to back games. Uh, they gotta get better. They gotta and get And they're
5: at Michigan, right? They're at Michigan. They gotta
6: get more than just Caitlin, Monica and, and Warnock. They need more scoring. Yeah. They need more players to score. I was hoping that the Central Michigan transfer would be able to figure out a way to get them some points. She does get them some minutes, and she's able to um, allow Caitlin to play off the ball some, but she hasn't scored like I thought she would.
5: No. And M- Molly needs to, to score more than she does. She needs is. to score does.
6: more. And I think Gabby Marshall needs to score more. She plays great defense, but it just seems like there's games where they've got two players that get like 80% of their points.
5: Yep. Yep. And teams can figure out how to beat those teams.
6: Yes. Did you tell Souter about the Facebook stuff, about <laughs> Caitlin? Did he happen to tell you? What? His... Uh,
4: tenderloin boy started... Uh, ripping uh, her just on. Just ripping uh, Caitlin on... For on, her behavior, uh, I guess. Know, boy, which wasn't that bad. She's emotional. She is. You know, she was, plays with a lot of emotion. And he just got... Ri- I mean, he's... I don't know. Yeah, he was ripping her off. Well, he's mad that Caitlin gets all the attention. And what's just
6: funny, though, his daughter gets plenty of attention. His daughter is really, really good. It's she's probably going to be a first-team All-American.
4: Yeah. It's embarrassing, I think, to his – I mean, I, I know it is. His daughter
6: she's is a really, Oh, she's really, terrific. Yeah. She and Caitlin are completely different type of players. They're both great in their own way. Yeah. They and... would play great together, too, which is unfortunate. You know, but that was never going to be.
4: Hello.
1: Hello. Hello, his oldest daughter <clears> – <throat> Coaching basketball. West Liberty. At, was it West Liberty? Yep, yeah. West
6: Liberty. Courtney.
1: And then one of the, the sisters um, transferred there. left City uh, uh, High to go there. Yep. Okay, now did you guys see any of the Big Ten bowl games on uh, the first or the second,
5: I guess it was. I listened to the uh, Illinois-Mississippi <laughs> um, State game on our way back from... Uh, Nashville, but no, I, I didn't I watched. See them.
6: I watched like the Illinois game. They were missing their best players. I mean, Chase, the both Brown, Chase Brown, uh, then Witherspoon. They're all Big Ten. They all opted out, and I think Illinois could have won that game if they just had their nucleus. But I watched some. I went off. I went. I was channel surfing.
1: Well, it was a it was a funny ending. Yeah. To that game mm-hmm. where they were trying to <clears throat> run the ball down and then uh, throwing, lateraling the ball back and forth. They end up throwing into Mississippi State's hands, and they ran all the way for a touchdown.
5: Although, you know, it was still Mississippi State had just kicked a field goal
1: with three seconds yeah.
5: left. So, I mean, that game was, was over. Essentially over.
4: Yeah. yeah.
1: And LSU was way better than Purdue. Well, yeah, but Purdue. I mean, but Purdue lost without a their lot quarterback. of people
6: Without their quarterback, without Charlie Jones, tight without end. their All-America tight end, yeah. without their best defensive back. Yeah, Not saying they would have won. They would not have beaten LSU, but it wouldn't have been 63-7. to that was just a useless bowl game. It was just crap because of the environment. Now, so, what do you think of Penn State? I um, <clears throat> th- th- I enjoyed that game. I thought it was. I a, didn't. Yeah, see I, that thought, I thought
1: Penn State did a good job.
6: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought you know Penn State won eleven games. Yeah. Quietly won eleven games. Now the problem is that they were just a notch below Michigan and Ohio State, and that's not enough for Penn State fans. But nothing wrong with going eleven and two.
1: You know what are these bowl officials going to do? They go to pick a team to come play, and then it's not the same team that shows up. That's just the world
6: we live in now. That's just they just got to deal with it. (laughs) I
5: I know I I read something where uh, there's uh, talk of maybe uh, the bowls guaranteeing the players some money, and that would be an interesting wrinkle. There better be a lot of
6: money for some of these players. Yeah, I mean you get you blow your knee out in a bowl game, you're losing millions of bucks. Yeah.
1: Now, don't, uh, um, excuse me, don't the teams that are picked, don't they have to pay so much for the tickets, whether they're sold or not?
5: I believe so. Yes.
1: Okay. But I was sold their allotment. I, didn't. I, I,
5: don't
6: know. I would assume if there was 15,000 people. I there,
5: would assume, but, like, we didn't go through the university. You didn't go the university. Because the those so, yeah. tickets are usually But, terrible. yeah, there's usually
6: 5,000 they have to yep. be accountable for, somewhere yep. around there.
1: Okay, well, thanks, guys. Hi, Karen. Thanks, Karen.
6: Get a mm-hmm. drink of water. Karen was gagging there for a I while. Get a
4: drink of water, relax.
6: And just keep your eye on the portal. Is that what you do, the Captain, portal. when
4: you're on just the portal? We got Karen from the portal. Yep. She used to be on good call. Yeah, you're right. You did. You got her <laughs> from yeah, the portal. We got her from the portal. What did it cost you? <clears throat> a lot of uh, anguish and sleeplessness. <laughs> <laughs> the portal. I mean, it's just
6: <laughs> the portal's to the point now where it's never like Iowa football's yeah. over. But, I mean, like yesterday, I made the the mistake of taking a half half an hour away from my cell phone. And I missed, I mean, the Carson May thing, Patrick. I mean, I was 10 minutes behind everybody with Patrick. Oh, it's amazing. If you take any time to just live your life, you fall behind it. Because I can't be on Twitter 24-7. No, no, you can't. But if you're not, sometimes you get burned. I mean, you really do. I mean, the Van Ness one, I, I saw that one right away. But all of them tweeted their own story. Nobody... Everyone that left yet, yeah. well, no other than May. May. Some people beat him to the punch, but he came out right afterwards. But, um, but yeah, I wish them all luck. I mean, I wish them all well, man. I'm not going to fault these kids for making decisions that they feel is in their best interest, and yeah. I don't think we're done yet. Oh, no. I don't think they're done losing, and I still think they'll add some more. I too. do, too. But, uh, the they res- need
5: to add some more. We need some help on the line. I don't. I don't know that they necessarily. But how
6: are they going to add linemen? Are they going to take scholarships away from the ones? They've on? got
5: a guy visiting. Well, I understand that,
6: but how? They're not going to make major changes on their. Those guys all come back and they're all on yeah. scholarship. There's no scholarships available. Now the guy coming in, maybe he's going to get Jack Plum scholarship. But all those guys that started in the bowl game, unless they leave, they're all back. Yeah. With scholarships. And there's not going to be... Well, but
5: you said it yourself. Mr. Optimist, everyone's coming back. Yes. Mr. Pessimist, everybody's coming back. No, what I'm saying,
6: though, is some people are like, well, we need to hit the portal for linemen. They don't have scholarships to hit the portal for linemen. Yeah. I mean, those guys other than Jack Plum are all back. And my guess is there's not a big race to get Iowa offensive linemen in the portal either if any of these guys were to go in the portal. They just got to get better. And I I think the same five that started the bowl game, I, I think Mason Richmond, Logan Jones... Nick DeYoung, um,
5: who else? Jennings Dunker.
6: I think those guys will all be the starters next year. I don't know about Jennings Dunker. Well, how least...
5: do you feel about that?
6: That's a concern. Yeah. But what I'm saying is they're not going anywhere. Would I yeah, I think it'd be great if you could get five proven stud offensive linemen in the portal. And if you could, then you'd have to say, okay, guys, you guys are either gonna have to all be walk ons because we can't have 20 offensive linemen on scholarship. They just they're not losing enough offensive linemen on scholarship. <laughs> to make up for him in the in, in the, in the um, portal. My guess is the guy coming in looking, Jack Plum's leaving. So there will be a scholarship available. So I don't know. And
5: they, it wasn't Volk on scholarship?
6: He was on – Volk is on scholarship. So there's two. But um,
5: but it's not like there's five – And who's the guy vacances. that's
6: coming in? Where's he coming from?
5: Stanford. Oh, I know who
6: you're talking about. Yeah. I, Rouse. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. And I don't want to play down. Def- but Stanford's offensive line was terrible this yeah, year. Yeah, they weren't very good. I mean there's a reason David um what's his name? David Shaw. David Shaw ain't coaching anymore. Yeah. yeah, they were bad. They were bad. So but we'll see. I don't wanna um Knock the guy before he comes here. I mean, if now, if they get this guy from Stanford and he comes in and he's a marked improvement, that will help. There'll be one less starter from the bowl game starting next that's year right. if this guy's good enough. So that would be a – but to think that there's going to be just this overhaul in the offensive line with personnel, I don't see
4: how that's possible. It isn't possible. It's not. They have too many underclassmen. We need some linemen from the portal. Glen Campbell. Right,
5: we, we went to the Glenn Campbell Museum. Yeah. How it was, was that? Oh, it was, it was great. Yeah, it was very cool. A lot well, of he was a monster, monster, monster museum. Oh yeah, amazing right. to think that yeah. Glenn
6: Campbell has a monster museum. Don't get me wrong; I think he's yeah. great, but I guess I never would have thought that yeah. that Glenn Campbell has his own museum. He does. Good for him.
5: And it was
4: uh, time well spent. He's got a museum, and Trump doesn't have a library.
6: Do you think Trump even wants a library? I don't think he even
4: cares. He's got
6: Mar-a-Lago. That's all he needs.
4: I don't think he does either. He's got a cooked book
5: section.
6: (laughs) What else did you do down there?
5: Um, Went out, had a couple nice dinners, met some friends, um, uh, high school slash college friends, and went out to dinner with them. Um, Went and watched the first night we watched... The men and the women. There was a quote unquote game watch at the tin roof. Boy, that had to be fun. Oh, it was elbow to a hole.
6: Oh, that tin roof, that's oh so, that's crowded all the time.
5: Oh, it was ridiculous. Everybody
6: go. that's kind of like the Hamburg Inn. Well, I get sort of like, what would the Hamburg Inn? Now it's closing, what, is it today?
5: It's well, but someone uh, came out and said, no, they're not. Well, they, the, lawyer.
4: They're, yeah, the lawyer for the guy, the, the, the Mr. Lee, Mr. That Lee, is in China, uh-huh. uh, says they're not closed. Well, they'll be closed for a little bit to fix the building because the bathrooms, you can't use the bathrooms. And
6: well, they're losing money. The, well, the story I read in The Press Citizen said they're not making enough money to cover their expenses and pay their employees. How do they stay open?
4: Well, that's the manager, and they're arguing about uh, that, but...
6: Well, why would the manager say it if it's of, not
4: true? Well, that well, I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming it is true, but I'm just saying what the lawyer said is it's... It, the, the manager came out and said it's done, basically. Yeah, I read the and story. And the lawyer uh, for the owner says it isn't done. So I guess it depends
6: on how much money the owner wants to keep losing. Yeah. What well,
4: maybe if they don't get, uh, you know fined by the uh, Board of Health.
6: Did they get fined?
4: Yes, a lot in the last year.
6: The moment Tyler Devine left there, it just went to crap, didn't it?
4: Yeah.
6: Tyler used, used to yeah. wash his hands.
5: Yeah.
4: Well, I will say... Well, that, well he w- kept them
6: in his pants he, a lot, but he washed them when he that
4: was, was... That was a, that was one of the problems. Oh, no
6: hand washing?
4: Yeah.
5: yeah. I will say that it's if you ever need to uh, go to the bathroom at the Hamburg Inn, that's a ch- uh, challenge. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they
4: don't work.
6: Well, isn't it down in the basement? Yes. Through yeah. a little yeah. narrow hallway. Yeah. 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 Yes.
4: But I mean, they don't. The bathrooms don't work. That's a problem. Anymore. Well, that is and a and problem, it ha- and hasn't worked for months. Well,
6: that's against the law to have a restaurant without well, a place to.
4: The man. I mean, yeah. It's a, it's a mess right now.
6: That'd be unfortunate if it shut down. I mean.
4: Yeah, it's a, it's icon. It's an icon. Yeah. Great food. But it's also yeah, it being happens.
6: a. Being an icon is not enough to keep you open. You need to hold up your end of the deal. Well, if they're, not, I, yeah. if they're yeah. violating health but stuff, it did God, have
4: good, It did have good food. Yeah. I haven't, for sure. I yeah. used
6: to love their omelets and their hash browns. I'd go there a lot the with. Burgers Tyler. are excellent. Yeah, but I haven't been there since. I don't think I've been there since COVID. I don't think I've been there much since Tyler left. I'd go down there sometimes see Tyler. Hey, you know, eat breakfast there or what have you. Um, but. Yeah, it's just when I read that and the yeah, the sad. sanitation stuff that was not good. That me. is not good. That's not good. You got to wash your hands.
4: Yes, you do. Got to wash your hands, and I do. I do too. You can't
6: poop and then not wash. I know hands. that
4: everybody here washes their hands because I'm filling the soap. Yeah, I
6: wash. I, I, just I mean, thing. I wash my hands here before I leave usually. Yeah. And if I really, I, I but I'm a nut too about hand washing.
4: I saw something I'd never seen in my seventy-three plus years <laughs> this morning. I went out to check to see if uh, you know. How icy it was. Yeah. And there was a raccoon in the front yard or middle of the yard taking a poop.
6: Was it? Really? I don't and think I,
5: I've ever seen a raccoon
6: poop.
4: I know. I never did either.
6: Did you bug him? You should have uh, said, hey, hey, what are you doing?
5: Hey, did you film it? <laughs> no, I didn't. I
6: did that every once in a while with my dogs. that viral? <laughs> I'd do that every once in a while with my dogs. They'd be right in the middle, and then I'd go up, and they would get so upset. You know, Lakota would be right in the middle Actually, of pinching you... one. Hey, Lakota, what are you doing? And they're like, go away. Just go away. <laughs> Yesterday, I got up. And I'm like, what is that? I saw some shadow. And, and I'm like, is that a deer? And then I open up my garage door with the power, and all of a sudden there's this massive buck with big horns staring right at me. I'm like, oh, crap. And then it went to my backyard, and it stayed in my backyard for like an hour. Yeah. It wouldn't leave. And then finally I went into the backyard and it jumped over the fence. This thing had, it was
5: big. So was it like the John Belushi character? He just wouldn't leave?
6: Oh, yes, yeah, sort of like the John Belushi character, yes. But I... um. I have deer all over in my neighborhood. I mean, do you have many in yours?
5: Yeah. Yeah, because Hickory Hill Park. Oh, that's right. i got them in mine. I've got them
6: all over in mine, partly because there's creeks all over in my neighborhood and woods and trees.
5: Well,
4: they won't go across the highway because they're afraid they'll get shot. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Should we end it on that little Little jab, a little, jab a little jab there, little jab to my neighbors to the south. Yeah, a <laughs> that's a good rapper name. A little jab. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think if we missed anything you know, else. They arrested on uh, serious charges to young thug. Young well, thug, what, why? You know that's his why, name, young thug. Yeah, why is that a surprise that they had to arrest young thug? And then
6: Illinois wrestle or Iowa wrestles Illinois tomorrow, I believe, isn't it? Friday, or Friday, Friday, Friday. Okay, you got Iowa wrestling versus Illinois. And that's about it. I mean, football, like I said, football's over for now other than just the portal and players coming and going. I'm, I haven't heard anything about Kirk having a uh, press conference. I'm going to check. Let me check to make sure there's been no breaking news before we get off the air because I'm telling you, it seems like, it seems like every like time we're on the air. Something every time. Happens. But usually it happens on Monday. I'm um, This is Wednesday, so. Yeah, I'm not seeing. Not seeing anything. I'm not seeing anything at this stage, nothing from anyone on. So sure. maybe that's good. Here's a story about a man from Cedar Rapids who lost 250 pounds. I saw that story. Wow, good for him! News: 250 pounds.
5: Yeah. So he lost 250 pounds at an English casino. I'm here all wow, week everybody.
6: Give yourself a ring. Let's we'll end on that one. We'll end on that one. We'll be back Friday. Everybody have a good and drive careful. If it's icy out yeah. there be
5: safe. Hawkfanatic.com check it out. It's free. <laughs>